This week, Katie and I are building off of our previous episodes and discussing one helpful tool that you can use in order to check whether or not you're working towards and living true to your goals and your best self. Welcome to the Imperfect Millennials, a weekly podcast by two perfectly imperfect millennial sisters. We cover topics related to work, health, relationships, and spirituality. Let's get started. So today, Katie and I are sort of building off of, if you remember, our first episode was on our word of the year, right? So setting that standard of how we're going to live this year. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then we talked about in episode two, goal achievement, right? Like how do we achieve these goals we set for ourselves? How do we set ourselves up for success? And so we thought today it would be good to um, talk about one tool that we use in order to check in with ourselves and see, am I actually working towards my goals and my best self? Yeah. And I think this is something that I think is, it can be a really big game changer if we do this with some frequency. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I also think it can be something that a lot of people roll their eyes at and are like, are you kidding me right now? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Can you want to introduce what this like little tool is that we do? Yeah. Do so basically I think it can be really helpful to um, look at yesterday. So whenever you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to it when it comes out on Wednesday, look at your Tuesday. If you're listening to it later on, you know, whatever day was yesterday, pull out a notebook and chronicle everything you did as close to minute by minute as possible that you did yesterday. So, you know, whatever, woke up or maybe more like alarm went off at six, hit the snooze at six, at 6.09, (laughs) at 6.18, at (laughs) 6.37, got out of bed at 6.45, whatever. Made coffee, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, whatever it is, jumped on the phone, uh, spent an hour in the shower, I don't know, whatever it is that you chronicle the entire day. And then, and this is where the interesting thing comes in, is then you go and you look at your goals and you compare the two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, is how I spent yesterday going to get me to where I want to be in a year, in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years? Yeah. And I think that it's essentially yesterday in review. Right. And again, we, we talk about this a lot, but, you know, blah, 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 failure is feedback, as we always say. But I think something that is so crucial in that is that we're bringing this awareness to ourselves, right? Like, what did yesterday teach me about how I am or am not, like, living towards my goals? Mm-hmm. And what yeah. does that say? Yeah. And I think it's really interesting because if you're listening to this, if you're doing this exercise, I would bet most of you would be like, okay, wait, but yesterday wasn't normal. Mm -hmm. Stuff happened yesterday. And, and I've done this exercise a lot. I used to do this exercise with my students every year. Um, and I have to tell you yesterday was normal for you. Mm hmm. Now, yes, every now and again, there's like some major catastrophic thing that like throws your life off or whatever. But for the most part, 
probably your yesterday was pretty normal for your life. Right. And so I think that's almost first step is Mm -hmm. to acknowledge that like yesterday is your norm. And to like acknowledge and accept the fact that like, if yesterday is your norm, if you continue behaving this way for 365 days, how will that define your year? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, you know, one of the things that's helpful to check in with, this can be done on a large scale or a small scale, right? So you can check in and you can say, did I live yesterday to achieve or to live by the word I set for the year? If you Mm -hmm. didn't do a word like Katie and I did, did you live yesterday in a way in which you took steps closer towards achieving and living your goals for the year? Um, If you haven't set goals for the year, right, but you have these little things that you're continuously trying to work on, okay, ask yourself that. One of the things that, and this is pretty extreme, but I, Katie has done this with her students before, and I love this exercise, but essentially... It is to write your obituary. I know, so morbid, but to write your obituary and then to look at one of your days in review, right? Like yesterday in review and ask yourself, if I lived this way every single day, would this actually be the obituary that I get, right? Mm -hmm. Would people actually say this about my life? Yeah. And I I think it's, it's good because I think often it's so funny because we dream big Mm-hmm. But we also like think too small almost. We're like, well, today mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it does if every day looks like today. Right. And, you know, like I, I was actually thinking this. So um, January 18th, which is the third this year was the third Monday in January is this thing called Blue Monday. I didn't even know it existed until this year, but it is apparently the most depressing day of the year. Blum, blum. Womp, womp. I would have guessed a day in February because February, I think, is the most depressing month of the year. But anyway, mm-hmm. that might be just because I live in the Midwest and the winter <laughs> is horrid in February. Yeah, it is. But what I find so interesting about this, because I was thinking a lot about like, why in the world would the third January, or sorry, sorry, third Monday in January be the most depressing? And I think it's for this reason. Often the first Monday is right after New Year. And so you're jazzed and maybe you're making resolutions and all that kind of stuff. Probably the second Monday in January, you're still kind of living those resolutions. Maybe they've tapered off a little bit, but like you're still going often for a lot of us, it ends up being like the first week back in work and we're kind of jazzed for the work year. Um, And then the third Monday hits and our life seems very much the same as it was four weeks ago, four months ago. And suddenly it's like, well, what's the point? Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably why this is totally my conjecture, but this is probably why (laughs) it's considered the most depressing day of the year because suddenly we're like, and nothing has changed. Right. And it's true. If you keep living today, like you lived yesterday, probably not much will change. I mean, if you didn't live it to the best of your abilities, if you're like, oh man, like I crushed it yesterday and I'm trying to crush mm-hmm. it again today. Well then guess what? You're, you're going to hit your goals. You're going to get there. Right. And I think so often we end up saying, you know, we end up thinking that we're making exceptions to the rule and then that exception becomes the rule, right? 
where, oh, like today was a fluke and it's not typically like that. Like I typically get up on my first alarm, but do you? Yeah. Right. And just sort of being, and I think when we do yesterday in review, what we end up doing is just bringing this awareness, right? Bringing this critical eye to our actions, because I think that we can so often fall into this routine and think that this is, suddenly we realize, oh my gosh, this is actually the norm. And that's why nothing's changing. Or I actually didn't do anything. And why is that? Right. Yeah. So I, I, I sort of think that it is very important to be um, aware of where you want to go and whether or not you're actually living, right? Because so often we say tomorrow or well, I'll do it when, um, instead of actually being aware of the present and doing it now and being able to be critical about our days and how we spend our time. One of the things that I have found so, so helpful is I have an iPhone, I'm an iPhone user, but there's this like widget that I'm able to have on my screen, which tells me my screen time, my productivity, like all of it. And I'm able to see like, oh my gosh, I spent, actually I spent like an hour and a half on Zoom today. Okay, that's fine. I had a work meeting, but I've spent like, okay, six minutes on TikTok, two minutes on Instagram. Today is actually a pretty good day. I've been pretty busy, but <laughs> right. I just think it, it gives you this awareness of the truth is I've spent over three and a half hours on my phone today. Okay. Was that for work or was that because I was wasting time? Right. Right. And so I, I think, think that there are these, sorry, cool. No, I was going to just dovetail to that, that that's like being able to actually look at things in the reality, I think is really important because often, again, like we think like, oh, I don't spend that much time on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, don't, I don't, I don't hit the snooze button that often. Oh, I don't eat that mm-hmm. badly or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when you actually start chronicling it mm-hmm. and like looking at the hard facts, like at the data, then you have to get like, then's the moment you got to be really real with yourself right. and be like, dang, nine mm-hmm. days out of 10, I hit the snooze button, which means yeah. I always hit the snooze button instead of like, I rarely hit the snooze button. No, like nine times out of 10, that's a 90%. Yeah. (laughs) That's an A. That's an A. In snoozing, right? Like, (laughs) and I think being, being able to really look at that is crucial. I, you know, we, we talk about dieting sometimes, especially at the start of the year, but so I, um, not necessarily dieting, but trying to get healthier and stronger and all of this kind of stuff, trying to lose a little bit of the COVID weight that came on, but, um, (laughs) I was starting to work out more and I wasn't losing weight. And I was like, this is weird. Like what is happening? And like, and I knew I was getting in more workouts, but I wasn't losing weight. And I was like, this is strange. So I started tracking my food and it was so interesting to me because it, it wasn't that I was eating poorly, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that I was eating a bunch of like junk food and chocolate and ice cream. Like that, those aren't my things, but I wasn't eating the right foods, like I wasn't eating enough proteins, right? And I wasn't eating, I wasn't eating enough calories actually, which I was shocked at because I thought like, well, if I just have a calorie deficit all the time, like that'll be fine. I'll lose weight. And in fact, no. So when I switched, when I could look at that critically and be like, oh dang, like there are days when max I eat 30 grams of protein total for the whole day. And that's really, really bad for my body that then I could start making changes. And I think that's Mm -hmm. probably why we, it's good, you know, once a month or whatever to just pick a random day 
don't pick your best day and really just look <laughs> at it and do that, that day tracker or whatever and be like, okay, is this actually getting me where I want to go? And if it's not, what, what adjustments do I need to make? Like, that's what I had mm-hmm. to do with the diet. I was like, okay, I'm working out. I'm eating less. I'm not losing weight. So there's an issue here. Like, what's the issue? Mm-hmm. Where can I make an adjustment that's going to change that trajectory? Right. And the same with everything else that we do, right? Absolutely. And I, I think one of the things to keep in mind is that like when we're trying to make sustainable changes in our life, one of the things that's really important is to not be like judgmental or critical of ourselves. Just be observant, right? Look at this progress, look at this timeline and just be inquisitive about your life and where you can make certain changes, right? Because creating the life that you want, right? Becoming the person you want to be takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes time and it's slow and it takes awareness, right? So if it's, um, you know, you think you're spending too much time on your phone. Yeah. Download that app or put that widget on to be able to look at it and say, where am I actually spending my time? Right. And it's going to take a couple of days for you to collect the data to be able to look at it objectively and say, wow, on average through like my week, I spent this much time on this or that. Or if you do a yesterday in review, look at that and say, okay, where can I make these small changes? It's not about overhauling your life. Mm -hmm. It's about looking at it. And like, right. Katie's example about the food as she was like working towards better health and better eating. It just takes time to be able to collect the data, to be able to look at it objectively and to make small changes. There's no way that you're going to be able to go from like 30 grams of protein to like 150 overnight. That's a big change. And you have to find creative ways of putting that protein into your diet, right? So you're like, well, it looks like I'll have to do a protein shake here. Okay. An extra piece of chicken at dinner here. And each day is going to be a little different as you start to know yourself, know your needs and how to implement that. And it takes time. And it's more about the process, right? Becoming the person you want to be is more about the process to get there than the final result. Yeah. And I think that to me is so, is so crucial is like, these are like little baby steps we need to take along the way. And eventually we're getting there. And again, like you, like you were saying, like to that diet thing, like I did not go from 30 grams of protein daily to 150. Now I hit 150 most day. Oh no, probably 50% of the days now, but I hit over 125 every day now. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, but it was a lot of trial and error. It was like, okay, like if I eat this now, like then what do I have to eat later? Or like, how do I fit in a snack or where do I, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that's the same with everything. It's the same with, you know, coming up with a good morning routine. You got to trial and error it a little bit. You got to figure out like, okay, what actually works for you? And not just like, oh, like this worked for that guru somewhere, you know, or like this seems to be what everybody's doing according to social media. And therefore I need to do this. Well, no, maybe not. Maybe you aren't most productive in the morning and therefore you need to do something else. Maybe you are really productive in the morning and you need to wake up earlier to get in those productive hours. Like you need to figure out what works for you to hit your Mm -hmm. goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And finesse that. Mm -hmm. It is. It is about being able to finesse it. And I think that's why it's really, if you don't know where you're going, you don't know how to get there. Right. And so 
maybe you can't even do yesterday in review. You have to sit down and write your obituary first, right? Maybe the obituary is too morbid for you. So you're like, well, that's just intimidating. I'm going to do set your yearly goals, make a word for the year, do something so that you give yourself a finish line. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even I think a yearly goal, like several years back when I was like trying to grow my Instagram platform, I was like, okay, I want to hit, I remember I wanted to hit, um, 50,000 followers that year. And I was like, that's my goal. And I had like, I don't know. I don't even know how many I had at that time, 10,000 maybe. And I was like, I want to hit 50,000 followers this year. So then I broke it down. Like if I'm going to hit 50 by the end of December, that means by the end of June, I need to be at 25 if I'm going to double or probably 30, right? Which means every month I need to gain X amount. Mm-hmm. And so then every month I just assessed and I was like, okay, like this worked, this didn't work. Oh, this week, this month, I gained a lot more than the previous month. What did I do differently? Right. And, and morph it that way. And I think that can work as well. If, if the, if the Obit thing, Obit thing flips you out a little bit, freaks you out. Um, but I do think if the Obit thing freaks you out a little bit, but you want to do something similar, another way to look at it is like, let's say you were retiring after a long, fruitful career and they're throwing you a retirement party. What would you want the speech to say about what you'd accomplished in your life at your retirement party? That could be another way to look at it. That's a little less morbid. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we're good that way. I, yeah. I mean, I think that that's, you can reframe this sort of however you want, right? Or like, what would they write about you in your yearbook? Like most likely to, right? Will you be the most likely to actually do that, to actually complete that, you know, um, that goal, that dream, that, that idea. And I think it is about making, like we've said, it's about making little changes, but in order to make those changes, in order to achieve those goals, you have to be able to look at your actions objectively, critically, right? Like, where is it that I'm, where are my pitfalls and how can I change that? And we talked about that in episode two and in this idea of, um, being able to, I just totally lost my train of thought. That's hilarious. But in episode two, being able to achieve your goals, right. And that's sort of reducing the friction and increasing the reward. That's how we change our habits, right? Well, our little habits each day are going to help create this person that we want to become. And so you have to know, you have to know yourself very well. You have to know your pitfalls. You have to know the things that you, um, that you thrive really well in and how do we increase that and how do we decrease other things. And so you know, one of the things I think is really helpful. We talked about, okay, that thing on your phone, right? Tracking that time. I also think it is really helpful to, if yours is like food or health or diet related to write down everything you ate that day. Right. And this is not to be like a calorie Nazi or counting your macros and weighing your food. If that doesn't work for you, or if that's an unhealthy way of going about it, that's fine. What it turns, what it turns into though, is being aware of, right? Because so often we fall into these habits and these routines and we don't realize how often we do something of like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that because the candy dish is always full, I walk past and I just take a handful every time. Mm-hmm. And I did that five times. And that mean, means I probably ate 50 M&Ms today and didn't even know I did that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or, and I think especially like little habits like that, are ones that can kind of trip us up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so again, that's, that's the idea of like looking critically at your day or looking critically at what you're eating or looking critically at what you're consuming technologically Mm -hmm. speaking, right. On our phones and laptops and whatever. And being like, is this good for my full flourishing? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if it's not, then I need to start making some changes. Right. You know, maybe I need to take a different path in my house. So I'm not walking past the candy dish. Yes. Or maybe you get rid of the candy. Right. And that doesn't mean, I think we also have to be questioning sort of why we're so resistant to certain changes. Right. So you hit that snooze button 50 times. Why is it next to your bed? Right. Why? Or if or why you, don't you just set your alarm for 40 minutes later and enjoy the 40 minutes of sleep? Yes. Lord, you'd get more, re- it'd be more restful for sure. You know, but like kind of asking yourself, like, why am I resistant to that change? Right? Like, why am I resistant to moving my phone across the room? Or why am I resistant to just throwing away? Sometimes I think we believe we ought or should be stronger than we are. So I just should be able to not eat the M&Ms. Okay. Well, girlfriend says, listen, you're not. Okay. So the sooner you just accept that reality, the sooner you're going to see changes, right? It's not about criticizing yourself for who you are. It's about just feeding into that and saying, you know what? Okay. I accept the fact that right now I can't have M&Ms in the house. That doesn't mean I won't be able to forever, but right now I'm working on my health and developing control. So that means I need to put these systems in place that best support that until I'm stronger and better able to X, Y, Z, right? Move your phone across the room, buy yourself an alarm clock. There's these super cool ones that like rise with the sun or like roll around on your floor. So you have to chase it. To me, that sounds like a horrible morning, but for you, (laughs) if that's what you need to do, that sounds horrible, right? Yeah. Um, Yes. I, you know, it's funny, as we're talking about this, I was just talking to my therapist a couple of weeks ago about this kind of idea of like, sometimes we need to accept what our body and our mind and whatever, like will allow and won't allow right now. Mm-hmm. And like, accept that fact, because we were talking about, we we're talking about my migraines and, and whatever. And like, I'm in the midst of like, this is day seven of, of a really intense migraine for me. And they always make me so upset. It's like, I shouldn't have these and I shouldn't have to go to bed early and sleep in late and sit in dark rooms. And like, I shouldn't have to do these things. And she was like, but you do have to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know, but like, it seems stupid. Like it's a headache. Like it's a headache. And I, and like, it makes me so mad that like, I can't do all these things that I want to be doing because of this. And she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you had cancer, if you had MS, if you were missing a limb, there would be things you couldn't do because your body mm-hmm. wouldn't allow it because of what you were going through. And she's like, and the same with your headaches. And I was like, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, like sometimes it does take a little bit of like stepping back and being like, okay, right now, right now I have migraines. And that does mean I'm in bed more than I'm out of bed right now. And that's, mm-hmm. that's life. And I need to right. figure out how to work with that until that's no longer the case and the same with the M&Ms or whatever it is. And I think what that says is just, it's not that you're waving the white flag and saying, you know what, screw it. This is impossible. I'm just going to deal with the fact that I have this forever. It just means that you're going to accept with grace 
when it does show up and you're still working towards, right? Like, why are we punishing ourselves when we stumble or when we fall or when we have these biological setbacks, right? Instead of punishing ourselves, let's accept it with grace, look at it critically and say, how could I have avoided this? How can I do this better next time and move on, right? This shooting all over ourselves Mm -hmm. gets us nowhere. In fact, I often think it puts us steps behind. It puts us back a couple of steps because then we have to like, work through this like shame or guilt or frustration instead of looking at it and being like, okay, this is what happened. Right. And honestly, I think when it comes to like reaching our goals, you're going to get there faster. If you can take a step back and be like, I'm not good at this thing. So I need to figure out ways to get better at it, or I need to figure out ways to like game the system or whatever, as opposed to constantly looking at me like, well, I should be good at this. I should be able to do this. Well, you're not. Yeah. So find another way to work it out. Find another way to have it be possible for you. Right. And I think along this line of looking at yesterday, right, in review and asking yourself, you know, where did I spend my time? Am I living towards my goals? If I lived yesterday, every single day, where would I, and, and where, where would that take me? Right. And I think we have to ask ourselves as we look at that day, where has this gotten me? Right. What has this taught me? Like, yesterday got me where if the answer is nowhere then we need to be willing to make those changes right so that we are progressing we're either taking steps forward or taking steps backwards as human beings we very rarely stall and just like make you know we're just like well well nothing we're either creating good habits or we're not right right? we're either moving forward or we're moving backwards and so we have to be observant about that in this in this sense of where would yesterday lead me? And if I don't like where that would lead me, if I repeated this day for a year, would I be better? Would I be closer towards where I want to go? If the answer is no, that's fine. Instead of looking and being like, well, I should have been more productive with my time. Okay, let's get rid of the should statements. And let's look and say, how could I have made yesterday more productive? What could I have changed about yesterday that would have actually led me towards my goals. And this is a really great journaling exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Write out your entire day and then just observantly look at it and say, what small changes could I have made? If I wanted to get to this result, what about yesterday would have had to change, right? Because that informs us, informs us of how to live tomorrow. Right. And I think back to the idea of of doing it in small increments, right? Like let's mm-hmm. say, let's just say, right? You look at your, your stats and you spent... You watched three episodes of something on Netflix yesterday. You spent four hours on Instagram and and you didn't work out, right? And let's say one of your goals is just to like live healthier and to read more. But mm-hmm. you didn't read yesterday and you didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean you're going to look at that and be like, and just like put a big scratch mark through the four hours of Instagram and the three episodes of whatever on Netflix and be like, I'm never doing this again. Okay, let's be honest. You're going to watch Netflix again. (laughs) So instead you tell yourself, okay, I get to watch one episode of this show and then I have to go work out for 45 minutes. The equivalent of one episode. Yeah. Right. Like you got to do it that way or, okay, I'm going to set a timer. I'm going to be on Instagram for an hour because I enjoy Instagram and then I'm going to get off and I'm going to read for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. If I want to get back on Instagram afterwards, I can. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but I'm going to make small incremental changes. And then maybe eventually you'll end up being on Instagram less and reading more, but at least you're putting it, those things in there and like slotting them into spaces. Right. And I want, I also, I want to sort of normalize this process of setting goals, making changes and not seeing progress. That is so normal. And what that does, what that tells us is that we just have to be a little more inquisitive. Okay, why didn't that work? Okay, what were my pitfalls, right? So let's keep running off of Katie's example, right? So I'm going to do one episode, I'm going to turn it off and then go work out, right? And then let's say tomorrow that doesn't happen and you did three episodes again. Okay, take a step back and say, why was it I couldn't turn it off after the first one, right? And be honest with yourself and say, you know what? I don't have that willpower yet, so I'm going to work out first and then watch TV, right? Right. For whatever reason, right? Like being honest and being like, you know what? It is so hard for me to turn it off after one episode and go work out because I'm comfortable and now I have to go make myself uncomfortable. Okay, then switch the order, switch the routine, but don't get mad at yourself or discouraged or throw in the towel because you tried to make a change and it didn't work, right? If it didn't work, that's giving you feedback for next time. And this is why I think we have to constantly be checking in with ourselves, right? Like, what did you do today? And did it lead towards like, this is, I mean, Katie and I are both Catholic, right? But like, this is a thing, an examination of conscience, conscience is a thing in the Catholic church where it's like, you review. And why do you do that? It's not to be scrupulous and to punish yourself and to be like, what are all the ways you're doing things wrong? But it's to look and say, wait a minute, are my actions and behaviors actually leading me towards the person that I want to be or the relationship that I want to have with God? And if the answer is no, it's not like, well, shame on you. It's just, okay, how are we starting over? How are we beginning again? Right? What did yesterday, what did our setbacks, what did they teach us? Can we have this growth mindset? Right. What can I do better tomorrow? Right. Like just and simple things like with the examination of conscience or with us looking at our day and we're like, okay, like, let's just pick one thing. What's one Mm -hmm. thing I can do better today? You know, and it's whatever. I'm going to go for a walk around the block or I'm going to. And there, I don't know. There are so many ways in which, again, back to (laughs) the habit stacking idea from James Clear's Atomic Habits. Um, but like, there are so many ways that you can stack new habits onto old habits that you already have, right? Like if you always, I don't know, call your sister or your best friend every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do that while you go for a walk. Right. Instead of just sitting on your couch. Or if like you have to, like, you just need to watch, you know, 45 minutes of something at the end of the day, like, okay, can you move your treadmill into the family room? Mm-hmm. Can you take your phone to the gym and watch it while you're on the treadmill or the elliptical? And even if you're moving at like 3.0, like walking at 3.0 on the treadmill, guess what? You're in 45 minutes, you're still going to get in a fair amount of, of mileage Yes, while watching a show and getting in your workout. You know, that's how I first started reading books again. I think I talked about it last year on the podcast, but I got to the end of one year and I realized I had read one book the whole year. And I I used to be like an avid, avid reader. And then I was like, I've read only one book. This is horrible. But I also knew I like I didn't have time. I didn't have time to sit down on a couch and read a book. But I was determined. I think this was like 2016 or 17. I was determined to read more. And so I decided I wasn't going to listen to the radio in the car. And I was just going to listen to audiobooks instead. And that year I read over 50 books just by switching that one habit. 
Wow. You know, and, and it was yeah. still the same, exactly same exact type of habit, right? Like listening to something while driving in the car. Mm-hmm. I just switched it out and stopped listening to music and started listening to audiobooks. And I read 50 books. So, you know, there are ways to kind of work the system and get it. And now like, yes, I listen to audiobooks while I drive, but now like sometimes I listen to them when I run, which is mm-hmm. weird to think of five years ago, I never would have, or, mm-hmm. you know, like in various times I can find moments in which I want to do that because now it's a habit. So now it's much easier for me to grab an audiobook and be like, Oh, I got to finish this. than it was when I started. Right. And I think sort of as we're wrapping up sort of final thoughts, one thing that I would want to leave all of you with as you, as you start to do this, or as you write your obituary or write your long-term goals and then look back, right? Like I really encourage you to do the whole process. Like right now, sure. Maybe you could sit and look back at yesterday, but it's really good to sit down and to write out your obituary or to write out what you want people like to say about you at your retirement party, whatever, to be able to look at that So then you can actually like have a very fruitful and critical yesterday in review, right? Like as you review your past days. But one of the things that I would want to leave everybody with is that get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. You don't create the life you want in comfort. You don't. Diamonds are made under a lot of pressure and a lot of heat, right? You don't create this life by just sitting back and being comfortable. And it's, I'm not saying physical discomfort. Like, yes, it's physically uncomfortable to get out of bed in the morning, especially in the winter. It's cold. Yes, it's physically uncomfortable to exercise, but it's also uncomfortable to look back at yesterday and say, how did I live that? Mm -hmm. It's also uncomfortable to do an examination of conscience and say like, did I make time for God today? Did I even care? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Did I have anything in my life, right? It's mentally uncomfortable. It's emotionally uncomfortable. But if you're willing to be uncomfortable in small areas, the bigger things that are uncomfortable are more manageable and you slowly get stronger over time. This is how you build mental toughness. This is how you create the life you want by leaning into that discomfort and saying, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this little bit of discomfort because I know where it's going to take me, right? I'm slowly going to build that. That's, that would be my takeaway of as, as you're doing this um, process, right? As you're sort of examining your life, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I totally agree. My, my big thing or my, my nugget for you to take away from all of this is actually, it goes back to something we talked about last year. I think it was in episode six Um, we were talking about our mantras and this is my Mm. mantra that I go to over and over and over again. It's literally, I'm sitting in my, my work office right now and it's literally chalked on the wall next to me. Um, and it says it doesn't happen in a day. It happens daily. And to me, this is like, this is true for everything in your life. Like your goal is not going to happen tomorrow. It's not. And if we think it's going to, we're just going to spend our lives really disappointed and really frustrated. But if we just keep remembering like, okay, it happens daily. Like I got to show up daily. I got to daily work towards my goals in small little increments. Guess what? In six months from now, you can look back and be like, whoa, wow. Like I, I did that thing, mm-hmm. right? Or a year from now or six years from now. And suddenly you're going to be like, oh. Like I did that. I was thinking this just the other day with um, 
like I've been on Instagram now nine years and I've had my blog over 12 years. And I just, I was thinking like, what if I had like gone all in earlier? Mm-hmm. Like, Shoot. where would I be professionally? And like, and I, and I didn't, and it wasn't the time or whatever, but like, it is really interesting to think like, oh, if I had been giving like 110% back in the day, sure, yeah. like, dang, I could be Gary V, like whatever, <laughs> <laughs> the chick version of Gary V. Um, you know, so I think it doesn't happen in a day. It happens daily. And just when you find yourself getting frustrated with your goals or you want to give up, just repeat that or write it down mm-hmm. and go back to it again and again mm-hmm. and again. Yeah. And as always. Trust the process. And remember, we're thriving, not just surviving. Imperfectly yours. Katie. And Mona. <laughs> <laughs>